Hey everyone, welcome to another Hyperspace Broadcast mini-sode, an episode where instead of covering something that aired on Toonami, we cover something Toonami-adjacent. I'm Michael Doak. And I'm Peter Eby. And this week we're talking about the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. Uh, this was obviously a Christmas special that was primarily associated with She-Ra at the point that this aired uh he-man was no longer in production the focus was now on the spinoff so it involves a number of characters that we did not recognize uh both from he-man and from she-ra including a man who has like an elephant head mask oh god yeah. uh <laughs> it's it's pretty weird so the the basic plot of this is that it is Adam and Adora's birthday. Now Adora is Adam's sister, and uh, she is of course she Ra secretly, uh, and it's around Christmas. Apparently, their mother knows about Christmas somehow. I'm not really sure how that I think works. It's like loosely implied, she's from Earth. I, I, don't know. Gu- I guess it's weird. Like, I never really considered, but Earth is apparently another planet in the universe of He-Man because the main plot of this involves Orko uh, accidentally launching Man-at-Arms' new Sky Spy rocket and crash landing on Earth and then meeting these two kids uh, who tell him about Christmas <laughs> And then they proceed to all get teleported back to Eternia, and the kids are then kidnapped by a, like, succession of villains. (laughs) And God, and it's it's great because in classic fashion, they're just like, what? You've never heard of Christmas? Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Like, explain the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, fortunately, they cut away from the kids explaining Christmas to Orko. They're like, you you probably already know this, Uh, but (laughs) it, it is pretty strange. And it bothers me that the He-Man level of technology, they're capable of space flight. (laughs) It just seems wrong. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, you know, here's the thing, though. Like, I'm okay with them having rockets, I guess. It is a little strange for them to have space flight. But what's much weirder to me is She-Ra flying through space on the back of her winged Pegasus Swiftwind. Just... (laughs) fucking like it's totally normal yeah that is bizarre also swiftwind talks yeah it's great it's also (laughs) it's great that both he-man and she-ra get mounts but he-man gets like a shitty motorcycle yeah right well because like he has battle cat but battle cat can't fly yeah so (laughs) so i guess they just have to give him they're like yeah i gotta come up with something yeah they he just has to have a shitty like vehicle that flies around like a shitty scooter she was oh, got God. this fucking awesome Pegasus. Yeah, but what it, it just weirds me out that Swiftwind talks because yeah, it is. Uh, again, I have not seen all of the new Shira series, and I've honestly only watched like the about half of the first season, maybe a little more than half. I don't remember that horse fucking talking, and <laughs> I hope it doesn't. And it like it just has a very normal sounding voice too. I don't know. There's something truly strange about it. For some reason, what dawned on me was like. Maybe they they made him a character because they needed like an unfuckable male voice as I a guess. friendly character. <laughs> sure. Like any other male character, would be like she's gonna fall in love because she has to. Yeah, yeah, with Bo, I guess. Writing. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, basically the kids are taken back to Eternia. Or wait, 
yes, Eternia. That's that's where He Man is. Shira is on Etheria, I believe. Uh, and uh, Horde Prime, who's this actually fucking awesome looking smoke monster who yeah. just has like a fucking robot claw arm. Like I don't know. He's Horde Prime is actually really cool. And, He's like the overboss of both. Um, he yep. Man Skeletor and She-Ra's Hecklar? Hordak. Hordak, Hordak. is uh, the She-Ra villain. So he, he commands Hordak and Skeletor to kidnap these kids because he doesn't like the idea of the spirit of Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and then they basically just exchange control of these kids with each other and also these giant robots called the Monstroids. Who oh, yeah. Apparently this was their first appearance, but I guess they're on etheria and i don't know they're just weird looking Fucking giant robots <laughs> yeah they're giant robots that transform they sound much cooler than they are trust me yeah yeah right no they <laughs> sound kind dopey. of awesome but they're pretty dumb and i don't know they they steal they, the kids from hordak they and serve then, zero plot relevance <laughs> yeah right well they steal the kids from there. hordak and then they like imprison he-man and she-ra if i remember correctly and they're saved by the Mansheens. and let's talk about the Mansheens for a minute imagine oh. teletubbies but also they're robots yeah and it's also kind of, they're the happy little elves from the simpsons and that's they do, basically what the Mansheens are. They do bear a striking resemblance to those happy little elves. It they, is. I'd say the closest thing I could, the closest thing I could pin them to is JJ the jet plane. Uh, sure. I vaguely like know what Tom, that is. Thomas the tank engine. You <laughs> yeah, know, but yeah, like, kind of like they, worse, they basically much look worse, like, though. They're like little. They're like little cute robots, but they have like swollen fleshy human faces yeah, their faces that kind of, are so creepy that kind of <laughs> squeeze so out weird. of the robot parts and it's yeah, really right, gross right it, it's so fucked up and so the, like there's a bunch of these little fucking assholes running around <laughs> and they save he-man he and she-ra uh or the kid I, I don't remember exactly who gets kidnapped it's kind of irrelevant but they they save them i think no it's the kids and then like uh, they the kids get this little dog that's one of these creatures, which is yes, even yeah. more nauseatingly cutesy. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, that abominable. one at least is like, that one seems at least kind of cute to me and not oh, terrifying. I don't know. I I was I think I was more freaked out by the dog than any of the rest of them. <laughs> I was very happy to learn when looking up additional information on this movie that this was the first and only appearance of the Mansheens in oh, the canon. Because I was like, man. I, I if if these are like primary Shira characters, I really don't want to fucking see them come back in the new show. <laughs> like, there's no way you can I mean, make this work. They'd have to have like a fucking bottom up, like complete redesign. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, of course, I mean most of the characters in that show do to an extent, yeah, but yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I I figured that they would be the equivalent of like what were those Thundercats like allies that were robot bears like the row bears um, of something oh that's right yeah i think they were row bears <laughs> yeah the, uh, they they, really they had some weird. crazy weird name too but like it, it, i was i was expecting that the mansheens were like those to shira and yeah. i just could not handle the possibility of ever having to see anything remotely resembling them again <laughs> that was just not a thing that was okay with me yes the row bear burbles ah there we go the burbles right yes yeah. 
the Robert Burble fruit, if I remember correctly. There's something about <laughs> the that. The Robert Burble fruit. Oh, God. Yeah. Thundercats was great. Um, uh, Skeletor eventually gains possession of the children and t- like gets shot down by Hordak on his little flying scooter because, of course, he has a dumb flying scooter, too. Uh, he crash lands in some mountains, and the kids are cold, so he magically gives them big, puffy jackets. Yeah. And is we start worried. to see Skeletor's little heart grow bigger and bigger. It is honestly pretty hilarious that Skeletor <laughs> is apparently feeling the Christmas spirit and doing nice things. Because also, after initially saying, no, we're just going to leave this puppy to freeze to death. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I guess I'll take it. And then he's carrying the puppy. And there's a point where the kids are like, you know, you could put the puppy down. He's like, uh, no, it's faster if I carry it. Like, <laughs> and then yeah. he starts asking about Christmas. Uh, it's honestly pretty funny. It, it seems like it's almost hurting him to be good. <laughs> yeah, right, right. He's very upset by the possibility that he's doing nice things. So eventually He-Man and She-Ra have to come in and, and save the day, but then the big dude, you know, Hordak and... Uh, Horde Prime. like Horde Prime and Hordak, yeah, come in and to, you know, collect the uh, children and, I don't know, I guess kill them. <laughs> Whatever they're planning yeah, on I doing. Suppose, to... I don't really know. Just get rid of their Christmas spirit, maybe. Like, yeah, brainwash yeah. them. Uh, yeah, Hordak and Horde Prime show up, and uh, I believe Hordak's ship is shot down by Skeletor, because yeah. Skeletor is feeling the Christmas spirit so hard that he's like, no, I gotta save these kids. Uh, and then <laughs> He-Man and She-Ra throw the ship into space as it's about to shoot Skeletor. Yeah. And we have this weird resolution where Skeletor is like, yeah, I guess I saved him. And He-Man and She-Ra are like, well, that's weird. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So they go. You to- must have got some of the Chris's spirit. And he's like, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, don't worry, Skeletor. It only comes around once a year. And then they <laughs> then chuckle. And then, then he'll go uh, back to being evil so we can have a franchise. Yeah, right. Uh, so <laughs> then they go back to the Christmas party being held. Sadly, Skeletor is not in attendance. I was yeah, would be really great. hoping Skeletor would be there, but he's not, Red, which green, sucks. Spandex. <laughs> yeah, sure, something. Uh, Prince Adam is dressed as Santa, and <laughs> he looks really terrifying. Uh, yeah. And he gives both of the kids flying belts before they're teleported back to Earth. Uh, where they proceed to tell their parents about the adventures they had on Eternia. And their parents are like, that's bullshit, go to bed. And then the kids fly off to bed using their belts, and the parents are all, what? Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure the kids go on some kind of like laser blast-esque adventure yeah, where right. they, they misuse get... the flying belt and then yeah, they, get they killed. Get, they get possessed by the flying belts and turn into <laughs> weird zombies, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know. He man has to come down and stop them, and his, his dialogues, yeah, and his dialogues not translated, of course. <laughs> um, but what's really great about this final part, though, for me, is that there's a point where Adam seems to be like jokingly pretending to be Santa when talking to Adora, but it just comes off as creepy. Yeah, because yeah. their brother and sister, he's like, "So what do you want, little girl?" And there's something about it that's just weird. She so, pulls the pulls the beard off, and he looks all shocked. I'm yeah, literally it's, watching it's, this scene right now as we're, as we're recording. Is, just, it's just just really to get the, creepy. 
get the gears going. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about it that I was just like, ooh, that's uncomfortable. I yeah. don't want to watch this anymore. But thankfully after like that, that it was Fol- over. That Folgers commercial, but, you know, basically just as innocent, but, you know, the internet made it creepy. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so, overall, this is not worth watching, I'd say. Uh, it's pretty <laughs> dumb, but... It is kind of amazing to see this, like, old versions of this stuff after watching a revamped version of the franchise. Like, yeah. just Adam's voice is so goofy. Just, I mean, well, everyone's voice is fucking goofy. Basically, anyone from the she series just has this obnoxious, really oh. high-pitched voice or, like... Yeah. Mermista has like a French accent, which you compared to the uh, voice actress for Bijou from Hamtaro. Yeah, it sounded <laughs> like just it's stuff like that. <laughs> just the same level of like cringy, bad French accent. Uh, the Shira theme music is amazing. There's one point where Shira has to go to Etheria to get a water crystal that they can use to power the teleporter. This is while Orko is still trapped on Earth. And the guardian of the water crystal is called, and I'm quoting here, the Beast Monster. That's right. <laughs> which is astonishingly lazy. Like, that is just, uh, I love it. No, the Beast Monster. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. What, a, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and yeah, I was like... If if Skeletor saves these kids because he has the Christmas spirit, I think I might love this. And he does. I still don't love it. It's still <laughs> yeah. pretty dumb. But, uh, you know, that was really nice. It I like that. <laughs> it was perfectly like what we expected it to be in that regard. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. Uh, the one thing I do appreciate about seeing this is I have never seen the original She-Ra show. Uh who boy, they put some work into revamping those characters. Yeah, because, wow. I mean, in fairness, it's not like any of the He-Man characters have a lot of depth or anything. And it's not like anyone in this movie has more than like a line of dialogue that's not one of the main characters. Yeah. But still, they uh, uh, seems, most of the She-Ra supporting cast seem pretty nothing They seem to have, like, super annoying, very honestly. domestic magic powers, too. Like, oh, I'm gonna conjure up some ribbons to decorate. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, okay. in fairness, I think they kind of keep much of that kind of stuff, but yeah. I don't know. It's just weird, and it's not, it, I, it was just the kind of thing where I was watching, and I was like, man... It's nice that in the new series, Horak doesn't, like, snort like a pig at the end of every line of dialogue. (laughs) Like, he actually seems like a threatening villain instead of just a stupid goofball. Um, But, you know, Skeletor is also a stupid goofball, so shrug, I guess. I I don't know. (laughs) It's it's okay to have a little bit of both, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. What did you, did you think this is worth watching? Am I am I speaking out of turn here? No, <laughs> God no. This is, all right. I figured it's stupid and fun to watch with a friend, like most things, I guess. But yeah, right. It's no, this is not 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 worth the time, really. It's Although it is long. on YouTube, so if you want to spend forty minutes watching this garbage, yeah. I guess feel free. It's too long. Um, it, it's on the He-Man official YouTube, so you don't feel, need to feel bad about pirating, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Uh, yeah. And then you're just it, a click away from the Wildstar official YouTube, yeah, which right. I, for I was some about, reason I was exists. Trying to, I was trying to figure out a way to bridge into that. <laughs> it does blow my mind that there's an official Wildstar YouTube or just like, like there's several official YouTube channels for 80 shows that everyone has forgotten about because yeah. they suck. And I, I don't know. Like, why? Why is that a thing? It's real quick. Dinosaur. Okay, yeah, sure. Official Good idea. YouTube. Uh, Dino Saucers, of course, has an official wiki, but it's very <laughs> limited. And also, Dino Saucers is one of the shows that I brought up uh, in my writing group, which has several people who actually grew up during the 80s and they hadn't fucking heard of it. Right. That's how nothing that show is. <laughs> See, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like we got everything, you know. There's a period where we were getting everything just rerun from the '80s. Yeah, kind of. You know, in the in the early '90s and stuff. I mean, yeah, I guess dinosaurs may have been early '90s. Dinosaurs, I think, was spared though. Like, yeah, that was just one of those deep cuts. There, unfortunately, is not an official channel. Well, I guess we got to make it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're right. Yeah, I think we officially own the rights to Dino Saucers, and if we don't, who's going to stop us? <laughs> like, yeah. who, who's really going to protect that copyright? I think this is totally justified. Uh, so I guess we're going to spend some time doing that, but yeah. next week we'll get back to the new He-Man and the Masters of the Universe TV show. Uh, we are on the second half of season one. We've watched some of it so far, and I guess all I can really say is this is the point where they start introducing side characters because yeah. we've watched maybe five episodes and three of them featured new characters. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, uh, why not? <laughs> this is the franchising point, I suppose. Yeah, right. But we'll be doing that next week. Uh, until then, I'm Michael Doak. And I'm Peter Eby. And get ready for some more awesome action figures in stores now.